Hello, my name is Pastor John Hardiman with the Quincy Church of the Nazarene. Today's day is June 12th, 2022. And the sermon text I'll be reading is Galatians 2, and I'll be reading 15 through 21. Galatians chapter 2, starting at verse 15. This uh, letter is written by the Apostle Paul to the church in Galatia. We who are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners know that a man is not justified by observing the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by observing the law, because by observing the law, no one will be justified. If, while we seek to be justified in Christ, it becomes evident that we ourselves are sinners, does that mean that Christ promotes sin? Absolutely not. If I rebuild what I destroyed, I prove that I am a lawbreaker. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. Bow your heads with me, please. Dear me, Father. Lord, in this passage of scripture, uh, Paul is uh, clarifying his stand. It's not through legalism. It's not by keeping the letter of the law. And it's certainly not, was not from circumcision. But it was through faith in Christ Jesus. Lord, as you speak to us today, may we hear your words, faith in Christ Jesus alone. In Jesus' name. Amen. A few weeks ago, we have been following the work of the Holy Spirit through the early churches, uh, through the Apostle Paul and Jesus, Peter's disciple, and Jesus' disciple, Peter, excuse me. Both men witnessed how the Holy Spirit changed the lives of the Gentiles who called on the name of Christ, of Jesus Christ. Paul was ministering in Antioch, Syria, that is, and where several Gentiles came to Christ, and they too received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Some believers came up from Jerusalem to witness this event for themselves. One of them was Peter. When he arrived in Antioch, he was mingling with the Gentiles, but when the men of Jerusalem arrived, he distanced himself from the Gentiles as if to not be associated with them at all. That is what Paul is writing about in our text today. This is relevant to us today because Paul is addressing two things, racial tensions, sounds familiar, huh? And trying to be saved through legalism. There is one phrase in, this, uh, in the previous verse that addresses both of these issues. And it's verse 14. This is Paul again. When I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter in front of them all, You are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How is this? Oh, how is it 
that then that you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs. The phrase I want to point out there is keeping in line with the truth of the gospel. This should be key in every decision and every act Christ followers make every moment of time. Applying that principle to racial and cultural differences as in our lives should be, shouldn't be that difficult for Christ followers today. Because the truth of the gospel is all mankind is created equal in God's image. Last week at the Tower of Babel, God caused division that separated them, but that did not diminish the fact that they were all created in God's image. The truth of the gospel is, Jesus died for all mankind. The truth of the gospel is that there is no room for elevating one ethnic group over another, which brings us to our text today. When looking at our text in the NIV, it's important to read them together and not as two separate thoughts. We, who are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners, know that a man is not justified by observing the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. I want to say, period. But the purpose is, so we too have put our faith in Christ that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by observing the law, because by observing the law, no one can be justified. <laughs> uh, Paul and Peter were both born Jews. They were Jewish. Through Christ's forgiveness of sin, they are now what we know to be known as Jewish Christians. What Paul is saying is that being a Jew by birth is not enough for salvation. <laughs> when Paul called the Gentiles sinners, he was only copying the Jewish name for Gentiles. <laughs> Gent uh, the Jews called them, everybody that's not Jews, Gentile sinners. Paul called out Peter for withdrawing from the Gentiles as if they were still sinners, unless they become Jewish through circumcision. Peter and Paul both knew this was not true. Whether they were uh, law-keeping Jews or Gentile sinners, you are all condemned. We are all condemned as sinners before a holy God. However, all are made right with God, not by <laughs> observing what the law says, but by faith in Christ Jesus alone. Verse 16 mentions the word justified. I, I can resonate with the word just, justified. The message translation, however, uses the phrase to be set right. To be set right with God, before God. The New Living Translation uses the expression to be made right before God. Our goal in life, and more importantly, our goal in death, is to be found right in the eyes of our holy, our holy God. We want to be justified before the creator of the world, don't we? In religious circles, we call this the doctrine of justification. <laughs> Even though we are all sinners and all guilty of sins, God forgives and pardons all who call upon the name of Jesus. Then, we are welcomed into his family as children and co-heirs with Christ. 
Paul goes on to say that this justification did not come by observing the law. For if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. No, we are justified by faith in Christ alone, not by observing the law. The law justifies no one, only faith in Christ Jesus. With verse 17, uh, Paul says, if we seek to be justified in Christ, it becomes evident that we ourselves are sinners. Excuse me, let me reread that. If while we seek to be justified in Christ, it becomes evident that we ourselves are sinners. Does that mean that Christ promotes sin? Absolutely not. Paul is addressing a possible scenario one might encounter. That through the process of learning how to be made right before God, we realize that we are sinners. Does that mean that Christ approves of sin? <laughs> Another way to say it, that Christ might want us to sin so that the sinners could be justified. To that thought, Paul says, absolutely not. No. But we need to realize that in every situation in our life, it's all on the table to be used by God to bring about our justification. Everything is at God's disposal to use. Verse 18, Paul is tackling those who are weighed down by trying to keep the law like the Pharisees. Legalism. He states, why would I want to rebuild the system that I, Paul, had torn down? Paul goes on to say that when a person rebuilds or returns to the law after believing in Christ, he will find himself a lawbreaker. Still, talking about keeping the law, he says, Please know that no one except Jesus can keep the law perfectly. Mm. I like to think of uh, verses 19 and 20 as Paul's testimony, where he states, For through the law I decided to... I died. <laughs> Let me read over that. For through the law I died to the law so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul says that he died to the law, and then verse 20 says that he's been crucified with Christ. To the unbelievers, both of these statements make Christianity sound gothic and dark. However, these terms of of death are symbolic of what everyone has to do to be to live successfully as a Christ follower today. Paul said that he died to the law. What is the law? The law of yesterday and today is a list of rules that are non-essential to being justified in Christ. In one word, legalism. Paul knew a thing or two concerning this. He was a rule-following Pharisee until he met Christ on the road to Damascus. He knew well how impossible it was to keep all of the law perfectly. One might ask, if no one can keep the law, does that make the law bad? Not at all. Through the law, we recognize that we are sinners. Through the law, we find real hope. Through the law, we find Christ. Through the law, we realize how desperate we are for a Savior, which 
is in Jesus Christ himself. To that, Paul said he died to the law by being crucified with Christ. Paul testifies that because of Christ's death, the law no longer had a hold on him. Paul is telling us that we have to die to whatever is keeping us from being right in God's eyes. There could be no middle ground. <laughs> you cannot be half dead and still be successful in your Christian journey. You have to be crucified with Christ daily, if not moment by moment. To word it a little differently, I'm going to read to you Romans 8, 2 and 3, again Paul speaking. Through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, in that it was weakened by the sinful nature, God did by sinning his own son in the likeness of a sinful man to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin and sinful men. Man, excuse me. Paul profoundly stated in verse 21, I do not set aside the grace of God. The grace of God is a wonderful characteristic our Creator has. <laughs> this grace cannot be earned. <laughs> you will never be good enough to receive it. You cannot manipulate your parents or even have the right last name. <laughs> uh, it is impossible to achieve it through any human efforts, whether it's your house, your boat, your car. But it is freely given to all who call upon his name and only son, his one and only son, Jesus Christ. This is the grace that Paul does not set aside, but realizes that if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. Right now, only you and God knows if you are right before him. Are you trying to be right before God in your own effort? Perfect friends, perfect clothes, perfect job, perfect spouse, perfect children. You look so good on the outside. How do you look on the inside? God knows. And by his grace through Christ Jesus, you can be made right before God right now. Will you bow your hands with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, as I was uh, uh, going over the sermon, I had this one thought that I'm not sure I mentioned. That the law that uh, uh, Paul was talking about it was the law of Moses and the laws that were added on top of the law of God. But all of this is to point towards Christ and that Christ died to forgive our sins. And it's by faith alone that we are saved. May that message be heard through today's sermon and that you would be lifted up and that you be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. Bye.